Welcome to the Cam and Joe Show. My name is Joe Steele. In this episode of the Cam and Joe Show, we interview our good friend, Pastor Dan Callahan of Legacy Baptist Church. He talks about his vision for serving the community. Please enjoy. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Cam and Joe Show. My name is Joe Steele with my good friend Cameron Elkins. Good morning, buddy. How are you, man? I am. I, you know what? I'm good. I got a little bit of a thing. Maybe yeah. my voice will be as deep as yours now. Ooh. <laughs> Best of luck. Dude. Maybe. No, see, I can't even <laughs> do it. Sound like a man now. Well, I was I was born with the face. I was born with the face for radio, so this is perfect for me. <laughs> and then I go on YouTube. I'm like, oh my gosh. Why did that happen to Oh, me? Lord. This first time you're tuning in, like, subscribe, hit that bell so you know what's going on. Throw a comment in below. We're going to be talking with a good friend. You go ahead and introduce him. I want to, but I will let you. Oh, no, no. You know what? No. It's Friday. I'm feeling chivalrous. <laughs> oh. you, you, can, you can introduce my good buddy, Mr. Dan Callahan. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I'm being torn between two. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> go, it's, it's, the, it's the, the scene from the end of, what's the, what's the movie where the Golden Retriever is the little basketball player? Oh, go, uh, Bud, Air Bud, Air Bud, and the one kid says, "Come on!" And the other guy is like smacking the uh, the newspaper. And the dog <laughs> comes up and shreds it. That's us right now. We're fighting over the introduction of Dan Callahan of Legacy Baptist Church. You know what? <laughs> and I'm just very subtle about how I'm doing it. But you, you know, you have the floor. Go ahead, please, please. Dan is awesome. <laughs> Dan's the man. Dan is the man. I got to meet him through one of the guys that went to his church, and he was saying, hey, I need some tech stuff. And I said, all right, I'd love to meet him. So we sat down, had an amazing conversation. Yeah. Uh, it was very honoring, very kind. He's very gracious and very loving. He lights up the room anywhere he goes into and just brings a nice amount of grace with him. So I am honored to have him on the show. This is Dan, Pastor Dan Callahan. I'm excited to be here. I, I From the very get-go... Uh, obviously, with my relationship with Cam as well, to to see what this is becoming, and then to hear uh, both of your guys' voice live in the room here, it's even better. So, yeah, we we appreciate you taking the time, especially on uh, on, on short notice, man. Not a problem at all. I appreciate I, it. I'm, uh, I'm, it's a privilege to be here this morning. We oh, appreciate you. Thank so, you. So, so I know that Joe and I know a good amount about you in the backstory, but for all of those listeners and all those viewers that don't know about you and your family and your history and what, what brought you guys to Yuba City and the opportunity. Yeah. In, in, enlighten the listeners, enlighten the viewers, because I, I, love, I love your story. So I love California, it's in my heart. Um, I was born actually in the nor uh, Northwest, uh, I'm sorry, the Midwest. Uh, my dad was in school and uh, my dad uh, was a minister since I was born and, and was in seminary and then moved to Cape Girardeau, Missouri, which I think mm. they're only famous for Rush Limbaugh. That's about it. Oh, there you go. Um, <laughs> and people are like, where's that at? They're so, claim to fame. And then we moved to California when I was seven. I can just remember thinking, like, this is the end of the world. Like, I'm, I'm not going to have any friends out there. Yeah. And uh, so when we came to California, we moved to Santa Clara. My dad took a, a, a little short ministry job there for just a couple of years. And uh, then we moved to Richmond, California. So Santa Clara, Silicon Valley, yep. Silicon yep. Boom, yep. 
you know, friends, Little League, all this to mm-hmm. Richmond to like Lily. I think at that time was like number thirteen or twentieth on the worst cities in America. Oh, good times. And uh, <laughs> but you know, it it helped my brother and I, and and then my sister was born shortly after, to kind of just acclimate to the real world. Sure. And grew up in Richmond my whole life. And even when I tell people, you know, you you grew up in Richmond and you survived. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, and that's awesome. You know, in ministry, like my parents, both both my parents um, come from Christian backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And so it was awesome to kind of be a part of that growing up. But I'm glad that they did not, in a sense, expect that out of us. They let yeah. us live kids. And I was the typical middle child, the typical younger brother. I got in so much trouble. Um, it, I, if, if yeah. us three knew each other in grade school and high school, it would have been disastrous. <laughs> yes. Um, so where, where are you in the lineup? Cause I think there's so much to, to upbringing and personality oh. based on kind of pecking order. If you would, Have you ever read the book, uh, um, birth order. There you go. It, there's, there's right a, there. There is, there is some actual, actual facts. magic and yep. facts in there. You're so like, I'm a wow. middle, I'm a middle child. I have okay. an older brother okay. and a younger sister. Okay. okay. And so it's kind of like this weird dynamic of protection, but also chaos. Mm. Yeah. And that's where I fall. <laughs> that's, that's where I fall into protection so. and chaos. Yeah. <laughs> there's the book. There you go. Yeah. Start so. writing it tonight. Yeah. Youngest. Youngest. See, that's what's odd. Uh, but I'm, I'm an old soul. I used to hang out with my grandma all the time and watch so many movies and do stuff. There are people are like, you probably may not know this show. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I yeah, watch that yeah. all the time. They're like, try me. Oh, howdy doody. I was like, yeah, I watched that with grandma. They're like, you know what howdy doody is? <laughs> so one of the things interesting about that is my my parents, um, just with the, the congregation we had, there was a lot of older mm-hmm. people in our congregation. So um, I learned all of my mechanics and carpentry and electrical all from older people in the church my dad would say hey go work with this guy hey go help this guy i learned how to drive learned how to just anything and everything so i was i started working in a a care home every sunday uh since i was like 12 years old so i was Mm -hmm. always around you know my first time singing first time uh, preaching was was around older folks so that's awesome yeah uh but uh, just the just to kind of grow up in that world and um see a very well balanced you know i tell our church family often my parents weren't perfect no but to be able to kind of see um how they brought us up and how my brother is a pastor there Mm. there in uh, the bay area and then um still is today still is today yeah actually uh took over my dad's church so when he retired about five or six years ago my brother stepped in and uh, awesome job arlington baptist church in el cerrito california so was there any portion of you like oh dad hey and then your older brother's like dan settle down you're like there was a small (laughs) uh, sliver of 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 hope there but um and then your big brother yeah he just smashed it now being older uh, Shout out to Big Brother. In. Yeah, he stepped in, but um, we kind of knew it at the beginning. I actually, um, you know, fast forward, went to, to college back in Indiana. That's where I met my wife. That's where mm. she's from. Very cool. And then I brought her back to the promised land, California. Yeah, there you go. And nice. uh, yep. she is truly California now. She likes all the teams. Awesome. She likes the weather. But in doing so, I actually wound up working for my dad um, and, and my brother as a family for about eight years. I did awesome. youth work, um, outreach, maintenance stuff, and loved every minute of it. Loved that, the was, that was at the church in the Bay. And that was at the got church it. in the Bay. And, nice. there. and so did that for eight years. And then uh, God moved us to Santa Clara, back to the ministry. Actually, my dad moved out here and did that for six work, did a lot of college, six years, did a lot of college work hmm. and um, uh, college ministry and adults and just kind of take that 
you know, stair step from youth yeah. to college. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, Lord, is, is this the next step for us? And I was, I was honestly very fearful. It's, it's a scary moment stepping in as the quote unquote lead pastor. For sure. sure. And uh, the Lord just kind of had to prepare my heart and, and get ready for it. So at that time, my, my wife's parents uh, were not doing well health wise. And so we were really, really busy in ministry. And so we said, Hey, let's take a little, almost, we call it our years long sabbatical. Sure. Moved to Indiana, uh, helped them. And then that was the draw. That was the draw to Indiana. Got it. Absolutely. And then um, we thought we were going to be there two years. That Mm -hmm. was kind of like our timetable. And uh, about six, eight months there, the Lord opened the door to Yuba City. Mm -hmm. And I can remember getting the paper, the email in, in, in my in my inbox, and going. Yuba City, where's that at? Like, you know, <laughs> you're like it says CA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's a there's a good start. So, um, and li- I think one time in my entire life, up until we moved here, I'd driven through Yuba City on mm-hmm. 99, going to a sense. camp up north. Yeah, and so <laughs> and you blinked twice, and I did, and you were out of it. <laughs> it, it was it, but you know, the Lord just kind of opened that door, and we we're like, okay, let's walk through it. If yep. this is the right one, yeah. And uh, I still have the picture on my phone today. Kind of brings a tear to my eye every time I think about it. But we flew in, saw the rice fields, like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And then we're driving over the 10th Street Bridge. And I know the 10th Street Bridge means nothing to anyone that's grown up here. Sure. But to me, it's driving over that bridge, seeing the Yuba City sign, yeah. mm-hmm. seeing the beauty of the background. Beauty. And I'm like, the Lord just said, this mm-hmm. is where you're supposed to be. Oh, that's so gorgeous, I love man. that. That's um, amazing. Yeah. And it's, uh, we've been here five years in February. That's oh, awesome. That's so, um, and, we're, and we're better because of y'all. I, I love that. I love sure. that God brought you out this way i love i i love the history i love the upbringing i love the california and the soul and you know that that's where you're supposed to be yeah and you know i continue to see every time we have a guest that always comes back to stepping out in faith and saying yes yep despite the fear of moving forward oh 100 and then and then it's like the the, i I can't remember who said it but i love it the blessing is just beyond the obedience yes it's like unpack that the blessing is just beyond the obedience you it's not that god took you away from a terrible situation because i mean he was obviously blessing your time there and your time in indiana you'll never look back and regret right but at the same time being obedient was the door to where you're at today yeah good on you for stepping in Absolutely. You know, there, there's a book that I read that parallels to this. It's called The Dream Giver. Really good book. Now, it's funny because there's a parable in the beginning, and the guy explains the parable on the back half. Now, I love the parable in the beginning, and I try to read his interpretation. I'm like, that's not what I got. Don't unpack that for <laughs> me. So, <laughs> like, I'm like, this yeah. means a lot. And he's like, actually, I was like, no, I don't hear your interpretation. It's like director's yep. commentary. I was, yeah. that, mm, oh. read my mind. And I've read, I've watched the movies, and then watched the director's commentary. And he's like, "What I was really trying to convey in this scene, I'm like, no, 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 no. it's going to ruin that. Yo, don't for explain me. it. Yeah, mute. Don't read this. Don't read this. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. Every time I watch that scene, now try to see what he's trying to get me to think about. So, anyways, in the book, he talks about how, or at least in the parable, it's about a man who gets a dream. It's a feather, and he's got to take it past the barrier of influence, which is family members looking at him. He's got to get past that wall to get to the beyond to where this needs to go. Mm. And it's a whole adventure of going through seasons of dry seasons and not knowing what's going to come next. At the end, towards the end of it, spoiler alert, I mean, read the book. <laughs> I can't read it. don't have to now. <laughs> so, but, but towards the end of it, he, he finds a perfect place that fits exactly and he sets it down mm. and it starts flowing water out into mm. this village. And then all of a sudden it says he was there for a season and then the well dried up and 
he woke up and looked in his window and there was another feather and it was time for him to move seasons mm. to the next place. And I think that it was so profound to me. I mean, I was 16 when I read it and it wrecked me, wow. uh, but it, it's really influenced a lot. It's like, there's that amount of, you're gonna do something, you're gonna set it down and then it's time to move on. And yeah. some people forget that moving on is very important right. because mm. then you're bringing up the next people to take and you're taking care of what you have to give to the next people right. yeah. Yeah. instead of going, it's mine. Stewardship, yeah. Right? And and I think a lot of what we deal with now in society is the mm. lack of people willing to move on and yeah. pass off yeah. and allow the care for other people to do it. Yeah. So just the fact that you've traveled and you've gone to other places and yeah. you've come here just yeah. is respectable because you, you had to leave it alone. Right. You had to go, all right, this mm-hmm. is it. I'm going to grab the next thing and move on to the next place and I'm going to pursue that. To sacrifice, to, to sacrifice good for great. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and so often you can look back, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Yep. You can always right. look back and yep. be like, mm, yep. that's why I was there for that time yep. and, that, and mm-hmm. for that season. So, so you, you, you open that email, was it an email or a letter, the, the opportunity? It was with, an email, yeah. With then at the time was Grace Baptist Church? No, it was actually First Baptist that's Church. That's right, First Baptist yeah. Church First by Baptist the, Church. the uh, Fremont, uh, Hospital, old, old yeah, Fremont, the Fremont, uh, Fremont, uh, hospital, old, old yeah. Fremont Hospital, where I was born. There you go. Wow. Where were you born? Uh, Sacramento. You were hatched from an egg. I was hatched. That's right. I, absolutely. That's right. I came out That's of right. a, a reptile. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Pope Ra- Velociraptor somewhere. Yep, there's something. <laughs> some... Lowered from the ceiling. Yeah, exactly. It was it was an odd moment. It's actually an egg that opened up and <laughs> on yep. someone's face. I could Somebody's it. probably going to just clip into this podcast for a second, and they just That's listen to that 10 get. seconds. They're like, no. <laughs> wow. Not the one for me. Alien reference for all of you. I didn't know. So, so <laughs> you, you, get to, you get to Yuba City, okay? Was there a, actually prior, was there a having to sell my wife and family on why this move makes sense point? No, um, only because my wife and I have always practiced some things when we first, we first got married, we always, we, we determined when we were going to make major steps in our life, Yeah, we, we kind of have a, a, a checklist that we go through. Sure. And so, right. and I, I mean, like next to the Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. my wife. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I rely on her yeah. intuition and Absolutely. just, um, and it was just kind of like, even though what was interesting is we were only there for six or eight months and it was like, hold on a second. We just moved our entire family across yeah. America to go to Indiana yeah, and now we're moving back. And there was a moment of, uh, sure. and, and the Lord was just like, no, this is what it's supposed to be. And, and I thought I was going to get that. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're not moving. I'm with family. Yeah. I'm sure. with this. yeah. But it was just like when the Lord's in it, my wife was like, no, it's no, not we're real. And so, and when you guys were moving to Indiana, you were moving to Indiana to move to Indiana indefinitely. Uh, at least for two years. We sure. kind of put that two-year question mark. Okay. I, I wanted to be back in California. Based on health and so on and right, so forth. Right, and different things like that. Got yeah. it. So, but yeah, moving here was just kind of one of those things. And, you know, and obviously we, we took in consideration our family. Yeah. So, um, and it's an interesting story because it was weird at the time. But looking back, um, no one even really remembers it. But our first six months here, so um, I got voted in as pastor in January, became pastor in February. February, March, April, May, and June, I flew back from 
Yuba City back to Indiana every single month. Mm. And I would stay nine days here, basically kind of get the yeah. church reset. Yeah. Wow. Just so my kids can finish their school, yeah. have a normal school year. For sure. Wife can stay there, do you know what they need to do with the family. And and that was a crazy time. I mean, I, like <laughs> oh, traveling and just where am I at? What's <laughs> it? But it was just a time that was needful for our church. Sure. Because yeah. it was a good transition, transition and a in a needful time for our family. Definitely. That that we weren't, you know, literally ripping our kids out of two different schools and yeah. within a year time. And so, but once again, just seeing the Lord kind of work through all that was awesome. That's awesome. That is absolutely amazing. I love that. But it was during that time that uh, we were just doing some outreach in our area and I saw a house for sale. And of course we're, mm. we're about to move the, here. And that's when I came across Charlie yep. Grice and uh, shout out to Charlie McRice. Yeah. Making this whole thing. happen. Yeah. That's what it is. So, um, <laughs> met her, talked with her and just told her we we're moving, but we weren't able to really buy at that time. But of course, obviously looking in sometime in the near future. And it was from that relationship that you and I connected. Yeah. And, um, it's just kind of cool to see how that, that world opened up and sure. just, even it. just in recent days, shout out to guild mortgage for whoop, whoop. helping a brother out. So yeah, man. Cheers. But, uh, Let's go. Yeah. I appreciate best, it. Best client ever. Oh yeah. So when you're, I say that to everybody. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I've only said it once. No, I'm kidding. All my clients are watching. Oh my God. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> when you have a, can we edit that out? No. Yeah. Right. No, no. When, you, when you have an internal voice going back and forth, which is <laughs> you like that. <laughs> When when you have when you have an opportunity like like okay so tell me a little bit more about that's that's the past that's what brought you back to Yuba City right you're here now tell me a little bit more about legacy okay tell me a little bit more about the the church now what you guys are doing how you guys are how you guys are growing um, the the fit the congregation absolutely tell me about it yeah so just long story short because you know go first Baptist to Grace to legacy yeah. Um, that was about a year-long transition, um, and conversation started in March of 2022, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember all the dates, yep. 2021, 2022, and be able to hear just the um, conversations from that from their church and our church. It's it's awesome to see God do all that work, and so not that's that's literally a whole another podcast in itself. Just sure. how God did all of that. Sure, brought our churches together. And I'm looking at First Baptist Church, a hundred year old church. Yeah. Grace Baptist Church, a fifty yeah. year old church. Mm. What do you do? Sure. You know, and in both congregations, many of them we had one uh, member in our church that, that had been in the church for sixty years. Yeah. So like, you know, how do yeah. I take that identity away from yeah. them? Sure, sure. But just uh, walking through that with grace and, and and love and just a lot of conversations, a lot of phone calls. We said, Hey, let's let's just, you know, in both and start yeah. brand new. Sure. I love that. And that's where legacy came from. And um appropriate name too. Yeah, I, I giving, it, giving not an homage to both things. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Not sure. only looking to the past because we got a great past. I don't mm-hmm. wanna you know, not a perfect past, but a great past. Sure. sure. But what is the future? What are we gonna leave for the absolutely. next generation? What legacy are we gonna leave to them? Absolutely. And so then when um that all occurred, it was like, wow, all right, hey, God's given us a brand new start. And obviously a beautiful campus, campus seven and a half acres. Um, what do we do with that? And so I'm a visionary. Um, and I love, I, I, I love that you are. I love, I love seeing. I mean, like I, I tell a church congregation all the time. I would scare you 
if I shared everything. <laughs> um, and, and I realize, you know, I'm all dream also, it out loud, man. Exactly. Well, I'm not also, I'm also naive or not naive enough to know if I do throw it out there, then hey. there is an ex expectation, but there's also sure. a, a scare, a scared fact. Sure. So sure. I kind of have to filter that a little bit uh, with our congregation, but, um, it. you know, pre predominantly an older congregation at this point, we've got a lot of good young families who have stepped in. Um, and obviously being in this area, we've got a, a, a awesome young family and they're moving in January for the military. And it's like, oh, oh man, yeah, it's like, yeah, you yeah, see yeah, a lot of that happen. flow, yeah. but uh, just awesome, you know, some awesome young families, awesome, just older generation pouring mm -hmm. into that younger generation yep. and really helping them see, Hey, the, the, the future of the church is, you know, the next generation. So don't yeah. give up now. Like yeah, we absolutely. need you. I tell our older congregation, uh, don't ever feel like you're not needed. You're needed. 100%. Your wisdom's needed. Your yeah. input's needed. Your love. Absolutely. You know, and so um, just loving on them, caring for them, and just, you know, trying to meet their needs in whatever stage of life that they're in. And uh, seeing now, you know, both congregations come together, the growth there, yeah. that's encouraging, that's building, sure. visitors walking through the door, and people just loving on them. And I've, I've kind of made the conversation. I said, hey, someone walks in, you don't know them, get to know them. Sure. Absolutely. You know, if you see a need, you know, fill the need. Yeah. And so, um, and it's been awesome to see our, our congregation step up to that task. Um, we're obviously, we're, we're kind of in the, the midst of, of selling the, the First Baptist property, which yep. obviously is a, a huge thing mm -hmm. for not only our community, but also our church. Yeah. Yep. But once that happens, I mean, I've got about 50, 50 projects that are just <laughs> ready to, to pedal got to the that metal. money called dibs on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and, uh, you know, I mean, just in, in future sense, we're looking to start a preschool in the near future. Mm, that's awesome. Looking that to start awesome. a school in the near yeah. future and just use the campus that God's given us. I told, Absolutely. So, you know, if God's blessed us with this, why not use it? And so we're, uh, we actually just got our field um, redone. We're going to get it uh, seated here pretty soon. Wanting to do a community soccer field, baseball nice. diamonds, all that kind of stuff. So you just stole the words out of my mouth. One of the very first soccer games I ever played in my life was at Grace Christian Academy. Oh, wow. On that, in that field back there that, yep. that backed up to, I think at the time was either Almond or Walnut Orchard. They're still out Way, there. way back in the day. Coach Graben. I'd love Shout to out see to a, Coach Graben. Well, I remember. see a cam picture with uh, soccer shorts on. Oh, that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. Probably. Joe has them all, oddly enough. <laughs> Probably next to the shrine. It's next exactly. to the shrine and clips of his hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like to it's make weird. it extra weird. Cam, <laughs> it's weird. A cam corner. Yeah, a cam corner. Why do you think there's a cam sandwich at the coffee shop? Come on. Exactly. I'm like, I must have every element. I can rebuild. I'm like, him. Joe, I don't like, want to build a sandwich. Like, build it. I'm like, okay, this is getting awkward. Um, yeah, no, I remember playing soccer yeah. there. That yeah. was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, Grace. And same with the the uh, the gymnasium or the multipurpose room. Mm -hmm. It would have hoop. They would have the long hoop. Yep. The the full court and then the little. Oh man, yeah, those are back in my the second and third grade playing with. Yep. The original crew. Yep. Wayne Annan and Interesting Cameron thing Gosh, is it still looks exactly the same. So Oh, I don't doubt it. It's probably <laughs> the same exact lines. And oh, yeah. The, so, the, but the whole plan, everywhere. we're planning on remodeling every inch uh, of the property there. That's new awesome. floors, new ceiling, new lights. That's awesome. New man. field, new playground, all that That's kind awesome. of stuff. So from a, from a community, dream dream out loud. Yeah. Because that's so important. Yeah. Dream out loud the, the community the conversation about when you say community soccer field, right. what does that look like to you? Because that's something that I know, I know personally right. is needed. Having having been you know having watched Beck through his first year of soccer and looking to coach through his next year, right. there's there's a need because during soccer season, every <laughs> team shows up to every park yeah. and then everybody's looking at each other like, 
uh, my cone was there first. Yeah. Yep. And now, you know, and then you have junior hires playing right next to three and four year olds. And then when one of those balls comes across, we're like, oh, so what, what does that, what does that look like? So really our, our intent is to use it for, you know, leagues and clubs and, you know, eventually, as as God blesses, maybe even start like our own like league. Absolutely, that you can be involved in. I can absolutely, several see that. several churches that that I've been involved in. We had our own baseball. We yep. had nice. our own basketball. Yep. And it's nice to have options because 100%. I mean, I realize. I mean, like my, my kids have been involved in uh, the community soccer league, community yeah. basketball, and, yeah. and I. I you know, I love the investment in that, especially here, Yuba Ooh, City. We are huge. all about community. I, we were just talking about that, how how yeah. amazing this community is. Yeah. But it's also nice to have those kind of other options and things. So, yeah, I, literally, as we're tilling the ground up, there was a soccer club that stopped by. I'm like, what are you doing with your field? Yeah. And we're like, let's talk. So, and we have the, the, the gym. So, you know, I, the, the sheriff, uh, I'm a chaplain for the sheriff's department mm. and, you know, they've already reached out and just said, Hey, like, Hey, at some point maybe we have like some sort of fundraiser there as a gym. Awesome. Just, yeah. So using those kind of spaces for community opening mm-hmm. up for, you know, either practices. I know sometimes during the winter it's cold. So yeah. those practicing soccer or baseball mm-hmm. or whatever, it's nice to have that indoor space for sure. And, um, yeah. so, and during the summertime when it's extremely <laughs> Hot, yep. you know, it's nice to not have to play on yep. the outdoor basketball court. So, yep. you know, those those things are, is what we're looking for, and really just opening up our space for it's the awesome. community. It's awesome. um, and I've got an idea. I don't want to throw it out there because someone will steal it. But I I'd no, let's hear it. Let's go. Come I, on. I want to do a coffee and cars. Do it. So they've got, I think, a spot over in Woodland that Bob, does it. Let me get my notepad out. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only if only one of Headed the three of us owned house coffee. If only one of the three of us owned a coffee shop. No, go ahead. Let's hear it. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. And record. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, Coffee and Cars uh, have a whole um, uh, just uh, contest for cars, give out prizes, and just, you know, th- different things like that. I mean, I remember when I first got like here. Car, like a car, a car show? Car show, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I know, I've seen some stuff in Wheatland. Uh, I know Woodland has, like, I think something similar absolutely, to it. Yeah. But I've not seen anything here. At least yeah. it's not been as promoted as, I, uh, as you know, where it's out there out Created. front. But Do it. Coffee and cars right in our parking lot. 190 parking stalls out Perfect. there. Let's go. Um, and we we're blessed. We have uh, the Plaseum that's on our property. They lease one of our buildings. So, so I mean, uh, it's, just, it's a wonderful community. So Steelhouse is going to be a part of that event. Yeah, well, just, uh, maybe they might even sponsor and be a head head sponsor. I'm, I'm definitely. We'll, we'll talk about that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. So, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's great to be obviously a part of this community and really, I you know I know that the cliche of the the church is not within the four walls. It's you know. Sure. Absolutely, and, and that's one of the things that I've I've really tried to kind of instill in into our church and help and see because sometimes the church can be just all inclusive inwardly, yeah. and not looking outwardly. And so um, it's awesome to see our church kind of reshift that focus to um, you know trying to be a, a better help in our community. And there's so many areas. I think that's I think that's the hardest thing on my heart is sure. there's so many. Sure. I mean, I see Cam's opportunities. I see yeah. your opportunities. I see yeah. our city's opportunities, our, our food bank opportunities, all these opportunities that open up. It's like, man, I want to be a part of that, but I'm like, I'm also doing this over here. Sure. Oh. I want to be a part of that, but I'm I also doing that, this. Man. Buddy, there there are weeks where I'm like, <laughs> I need to actually spend a little bit of time, time in work. office. <laughs> like, I need to work so that I can mind you, Mind you, shout out to my team. Shout out to my production assistant, Cassie, and my processor, Amy because they their hard work behind the scenes allow me to go out and do this stuff spend yeah. like yesterday my day started at 
the food bank from 8.45, and then from the time we left the food bank at 11.15, I called Joe at 10. I'm like, hey, bro, I'm bringing like 20 volunteers into Steelhouse. <laughs> yep. Try to give them a little, a little warning, kind sure. of pad the pad the staff. Joe's like, I'm on my way to Steelhouse. I'm like, all right, perfect. So I always try to bring all the, the crew over there. But nice. there are there are days where, and again, shout out, shout out to the team and the behind the, the, the scene work where I'm like, okay, this is not, I'm not retired. I, I've got a, <laughs> yeah. there's also, you know, my got a hustle. solo, solo income family. We yeah. also have to have to find work, but obviously it's a blessing in that. And you, you obviously know this as a pastor, your job is not just on Sunday morning. <laughs> it's <not>. right <laughs> that's, that's it's the only not, day that what? i work come on now oh, oh your your job is your job does not end um but it, it's 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 one of those it's one of those opportunities like you were saying in, in sutter county or you've been sutter county this area in general right. there are so many ways to plug in that's what joe and i were, were chatting yep. a little bit more about yep last week from food bank to yep. getting in with the service club the Ku- the kiwanas and um, everything that Salvation Army is doing, right, yeah. from Angel Tree to, um, we were just, uh, gosh, uh, again to you to, started, to so. show off <laughs> to show off this to show off how incredible this community is. Yeah. I put out that I needed 400 tubs of peanut butter, That's and within three weeks I had 651. That's crazy. Tubs of peanut butter. So it's not just meeting the need because no. meeting the need would have been 400. Right. It's meeting the need and then just friggin' blowing the need out of the water. Almost like a Sutter County flex because, or Sutter, you Sutter flex because people are so willing. And I think right. the biggest thing, the biggest thing is exposure. Yeah. Because a lot of times, <clears throat> I was just chatting with my buddy about this yesterday. A lot of times, m- most individuals I feel in this area don't know all the ways they can plug in. Right. Or maybe they do, and they just don't have, and they don't have a. Uh, the the stepping stone to get into it right. right because if if you see a flyer that says hey volunteers needed at the food bank yeah well, what do i wear what, what do i what am i doing can sure. i bring my kid what how long you know yeah so the- unless you have kind of almost like a liaison for it allowing it to make sense that isn't willing that that isn't afraid to pop on and be like hey this is what we're doing at the food bank show yep. up at nine o'clock close yeah. toed shoes other than that come caffeinated and ready to work and if you're not caffeinated when we leave, we're going to go to Steelhouse Stop Coffee, on. and we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going we're to make sure that we're caffeinated. But there are so many ways to to plug in, and I know that every time when we shoot a podcast on a Friday, it will release on the following Friday. Yep, yep. So this will be releasing still during this Christmas season. Reach it for for viewers if you're listening to this or watching this right now. Reach out to myself or Pastor Dan, yep, uh, or Joe, yep. and and ask us for a way to get plugged in because there are so. Many incredible Absolutely. opportunities. As we speak right now, there are probably twenty, if not thirty, volunteers with So You Can, yeah, at the uh, at the Yuba Center Fairground, prepping for a massive, massive monumental food and toy drive. Wow! And this Saturday, they're going to be distributing. I think. I think I was talking to Angie Gates, the head. Shout out to Angie Gates, incredible woman, um, head of So You Can, local yeah. nonprofit. Believe there are over seventeen hundred local kids. Just kids yeah. that they collect toys for. Yep. 1,700. That's crazy. And yep. as soon as I heard that, I just like gave her a 30 second hug. I'm like, you're, I'm in the presence of the greatness. Like, you, yeah, for incredible. sure. Yep. That's one woman. One woman with the dream to be able to help those kind of people. Yeah. I'm yep. like, if everybody thought like that, mm, well, I think, don't I get think, me started. Yeah. You know, to your point, people die because of a lack of vision. Right. 
I think what's happened is because we're bombarded all the time with with death and disease and decay and war and politics mm -hmm. and all these things all the time, people can't see a future. If you can't see a future, you don't believe you have one, right. why would you try and pursue one? And that's something that mm. is why community is so important. It's knowing that you don't, you may not be able to see a future on your own. Right? Right. You may sure. have that moment where that there's that lapse, but you may be with somebody that sees the future for you or sees the future in that, mm. and then goes, "Yeah, yeah, that you're right. There, we can do that." And you can spark that thing inside them that spark. goes, "There's more than just me." That's good. It, and I think that that's that's a hard thing that. For people to swallow you out you know you say we have a lot of people i would say we have so many people in our community that see a future mm. is why we're able to proceed right. it's yeah. because of the thought that there will be a future and i want the kids in front of me to have a better tomorrow 100%. than i had and that only comes through growth and through humility and i think that it's easy for us to to begrudge the other half of the aisle to a degree and be mm -hmm. like, man, but they're in this spiral where they cannot see past the nose on their face right. mm -hmm. because they don't see a future. Yeah. I talk with so many people that no, come into the coffee no. shop and I'm like, how's your day going? They're like, oh, it sucks. No. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, tell me about it. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, you know, so-and-so just happened and such and such had passed away. And I'm like, man, I'm so sorry to hear that. And I'll just have a conversation with them. I'm like, so, well, you know, you still have tomorrow. Yeah. What's yep. tomorrow going to look like? And they're like, yeah, I do have tomorrow. The, the thought never even right. hit in their yeah. head. It's not, you know, and it's, it's easy. It's easy for us in, in society, people that are serving or people that are in places to look at people that aren't serving and look for malicious intent. Being right. like, well, how dare you? It's brokenness. They, they can't yeah. see past their brokenness because they're so broken. Yeah. But yeah. when you're in a state of broken, you need that community to come around you. Mm -hmm. So when you're giving out the 1,700 toys, right, and when you're looking at your facilities going, how can I facilitate and, and serve more? You're yeah. going, how can I take this broken place? Mm. How can I help it be less broken? Yeah. And help them know that there is a tomorrow for what they envision yep. so that this world doesn't fall apart. Because yeah. we are all in the good graces of somebody else's vision. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm in the vision of my yeah. parents, right? I, I live in that, right? We we can only do what we see. And if we don't have the vision to see a tomorrow, yeah. we can't live it out. That's good. Yeah. And so, you know, just to your guys' point, and, and, and I respect and honor you both, there is that reality of the, even the next generation that gets crapped on. It's because they don't see a tomorrow. Absolutely. They're yeah. so yeah. inundated on so much information all the time right. yeah. that they can't see that. Absolutely. And, and, it's, and it's so quick. It's so quick to to open up your phone in the morning and instantly just be bombarded oh, with, because news is not good. No, right? <laughs> news is news because it's it's not good, right? As they say, no news. It's good. News. It's good news, right? <laughs> so you wake up yeah. to all this news. You're like, oh my god, and then and then you you take your focus off of what you can do internally, what you can do with your household and your family, and what you can do yep. in your community. And yep. while none of us can wake up tomorrow and snap our fingers and the war in Gaza is over or yep. the war in Russia is over, um, but what can we do to love on and impact people wherever we're placed? What's well, the prayer of serenity? God, give me the ability to take care of the things that I can and give yeah. me the ability to let go of the things that I can't control. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not Catholic, but that prayer has blown my mind thousands of times. Yeah. Like, that is so powerful thing. You know, there's only so much you can control. Yeah. But what you can control right. can be done in excellence, can be done in love, can be done in kindness, can be done in compassion. Yeah. And yeah. that will resonate through in tremendous ways beyond you. 
you know, like we even said with uh, about Mr. Holland's Opus, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to play out. It's mm-hmm. going to be something and you may not see it. You may not get to see it. You hope you do. It mm-hmm. may not be how you think it's going to be. And that's so, you know, just to honor you, I, I do think that what you're doing and your visions for it is amazing. I mean, we, me and Cameron grew up in the era looking back, remembering it in the heyday. Right. And now you're coming and going, no, no, no. Yeah, we can't let it. We're gonna bring it back. We're gonna make it a center place for community. We're gonna right. make it become. I love that. Right, I think that's amazing. Yeah, um, you're 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 right where you're right where you ought to be on Fridays. Um, and I I appreciate obviously you guys' affirmation and and knowing that there's people like you all, and of course so many others. You start naming names, you get in trouble, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but so many others in our community that I mean, just just yesterday, and I'm going to throw a name out there because obviously everyone knows them. Yeah. But you know, we're we're out. I'm talking to one of them in our church, and we're we're looking at kind of the plan for our field. And Jeff Stevens drives by. Nice. The man. And just pulls in. The he, man. He's looking at, you know, and hey, how can I be a help? And there was one thing we're, we're trying to do. And, and I just. The most Jeff Stevens line ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just, you know, just to see that for those involved. And, 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 and obviously, I mean, like just the help that has been come, that has come from that and you all as well. But um, on Fridays, mm-hmm. I have an opportunity at 93Q to, to do the morning yeah, prayer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm telling you, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> I'm not a morning person. I, you ask my wife, I set three alarms yep. on Friday morning just <laughs> so amazing. I don't miss that. But to have that opportunity to open up our community in prayer. Yeah. And my thought this morning comes from Proverbs 3, I think it's verse 27, says, you know, to, to, to that person that knows to do good yeah. and doesn't do it. The Bible says it's sin. Yeah, absolutely. And think about that, like it's disobedience. You know, yeah, it's, and and to know, like, how many in our heart? I mean, yeah. like, I think if all of us, if there's a moral compass or anything in our heart, we sure. know to do good, and um, if we don't do that, I mean, how how wrong are we to not help yeah. that person? Yeah. And I know in this area, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned this on Wednesday night to our church. I know sometimes we can be inundated with a lot of pressure from sure. all of these things, and then even just the homelessness and different yeah. things yeah. like that, yeah. and just the outpour yeah. there. I said, but I, you know, Jesus never lost sight no. of the one. Yeah. And uh, Andy Stanley uh, says, this, uh, do for one yeah. what you wish you could do for all. Yeah. Mm. And when you do for one, then it affects all. Yeah, yeah. And, um, well, because you're coming in with a vision and a hope. You're seeing a vision and a hope in your faith going, I see you right. being the best you, and yeah. I want to help you get there. Yeah. If it involves me just giving you a You should meal. write a book called The Best You. The Best You. I like that. Oh, there you go. It's the, it, it, I think of the uh, the story of the 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 kid on the beach with the starfish when you say do yeah. do it to the one and yeah kid shows up on a beach and there's a thousand starfish that by noon they'll all be dead and his brother his older brother let's just say older brothers yeah or look yeah. at him they're like and he, he's <laughs> grabbing the starfish and throwing him back he's like you'll you'll never make an impact look at all these starfish and every time he said about making an impact this to this one, one. yeah and one at a time yep. so if we can just continue to do what we're doing and seeking opportunities seeking out truly seeking out opportunities sure. to love on people is there a greater calling i don't i don't believe so because so you know what it's the very, very first rule <laughs> let's go yeah love on people absolutely man well dan dude it's been amazing is there anything else you want to i mean just been an amazing conversation is there anything else you want to throw out there if people are looking to go yeah. they want to check out legacy baptist church which i highly recommend you do absolutely um where, where are you located at so they can do that? Yeah, Legacy Baptist Church, 1980 South Walton Avenue, Yuba City, California. Fantastic. And I've been uh, been the pastor there now five years, obviously with all the transition stuff. 
Love it. Uh, my wife and I are actually celebrating on Sunday, our uh, 20th, I'm sorry, next Wednesday, um, our 20th uh, wedding anniversary. Oh, awesome. congrats, and man. So we have three beautiful children. I'd be in trouble if I didn't shout out. Oh, you have to. You have to. <laughs> yeah, we always talk about kids. Come yeah, on. Let's so go. My wife, Helen, uh, <laughs> she's been by my side uh, since day one. And, um, you know, the ministry is never easy, but it's it's what we feel God has called us to do for, for the rest of our life. And to have her by my, by my side, to love and just obviously care for me because I'm a mess um, from the moment I wake Shout up. Shout out to <laughs> Yeah. Uh, she needs a lot of prayers. She needs more prayers than I do. Shout out to wives. Um, yeah. yeah. Shout out to wives. But, uh, been married 20 years. And then my oldest son, Darren, he's 16. Awesome. Um, and uh, my daughter just turned 13 on Sunday, last Sunday. That's awesome. And then our youngest Happy child, birthday. Trent, yeah. uh, is uh, eight years old. I'm getting in trouble. I think he's seven. It's all right. But, uh, <laughs> seven, eight-ish, nine-ish. Somewhere, somewhere there. He's going Between on 15. Between five and 10. Yeah, he's going, somewhere He's there. going on 15. So. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I but, don't uh, doubt it. Yeah, love uh, one of our founding uh, um, phrases in our church is family first, and I believe Absolutely. it was all my heart. If I don't have my family, yeah. I can't have you know I can't have the church that God's given me. I can't have the influence I have. So absolutely love my family. So I, I love that you're here, man. Not only do I love that that you had the we we had the opportunity to have you on for sure. I love that God has you in this area. I know that he's going. To, I know that he's done great things. He's going to continue to do great things. Just continue to Appreciate seek it. that out and continue to say yes because the magic is in saying yes. Yep, and then figuring out a way to. Yeah, make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your time. Thank, Thank you, you so all for allowing me here. to be on your show. Absolutely, Absolutely, man. Boom, baby. Thank you so much for listening to the Cam and Joe Show. Please leave a review of your thoughts of the podcast. And if you need financial advice on a home, please contact Cameron Elkins at Guild Mortgage. And if you love coffee and want to support us in different ways, feel free to visit SteelhouseCoffee.com and order some coffee there. Please share the love. And we will catch you on the next podcast.